Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, February 18th. Uh, I hope that you had a a wonderful, spirit-filled Ash Wednesday, and I hope that uh, you are moving through this Lenten season with purpose uh, toward the, the new life of Easter. And we're going to get into to, um, some of what this Lent invites us to, not even some of what, that's, that's uh, softening it, all of what this Lent is inviting us to in our gospel today. So because we're in Lent, we're just going to jump around all over the place, meaning that's where the readings are going to take us uh, on this Lenten theme. And today we go to Luke chapter 9, verses 22 to 25. So let's open up uh, the Word of God together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then he said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, my friends, we say this is the gospel of the Lord, the good news. But this is hard news. Um, It's not new news, is it? Uh, I don't think to any of us this is new news. Jesus, and again, it it usually in the gospels, uh, around Mark, it's chapter 8, and in Matthew, it's chapter 16, they call those the, uh, the hinge points. Those are the fulcrums that, um, uh, well, heck, I'll even use a Richard Rohrism here in a minute. But uh, they call those the fulcrums of the gospel, that, that in the, the beginning, we see Jesus doing all this work, building up his ministry. He's doing all these healings. He's doing all these wonderful teachings. And then in, in at least both of those chapters, I don't know the, the exact chapter in Luke's gospel, uh, where... Uh, he poses the question, of course, to the disciples, who do, you, who do people say that I am? And, of course, they say, you know, John the Baptist, Elijah, uh, you know, one of the other prophets. Uh, and then Jesus, of course, asks them, who do you say that I am? And uh, Peter says, you are the, the Christ, the Son of God. Well, that's when Jesus begins to teach them explicitly what it means to be the Son of God. And, uh, and he teaches them a number of times. Uh, I want to say three different times. Again, explicitly, that that means going to Jerusalem and dying. Uh, and, and this is one of those times. Again, this is in Luke, so it's not fair. I just pointed out Matthew and Mark. But Luke here, the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day. I mean, again, this is what's going to happen. And, and every fiber of the being uh, of those um, uh, uh, friends of his, the, the, the apostles who were, of course, the closest 12, the disciples who, who numbered more than that, um, we didn't want to believe that uh, because their idea of Messiah, if Peter's right, and of course he was, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God, you are the Christ. Uh, if he's right, that means 
we're back in the right horse. We're with the power, the future power. And that power is going to look like ruling Israel, not the Herodians, not the Pharisees, uh, certainly not the Romans, uh, that we are going to be there and we're going to sit at the right hand. You know, James and John are going to come to him with that request too. Hey, when you come into your power, we want to sit one at your right and one at your left. He says, you don't know what you're asking. Because Jesus, of course, is going to refer to the cross. One in the right and one in the left uh, is reserved. And those are reserved for criminals that are going to hang there. Um, Brothers and sisters, if we are followers of Jesus, and Jesus makes this clear in the gospel today, and it is what I, I alluded to at the beginning, this is our Lenten journey. I mean, we have to, we have to know this. This is, this is the base of Christianity. Uh, if we are going to rise in the new life of Easter, we must die. Uh, Jesus says, if anyone wishes to come after me. Isn't that what we are? I mean, we, we can't expect power any more than, than Jesus did. I mean, are we, are we like James and John? Are we like the apostles who say, hey, we're back in the right horse. This is going to take us to the top. We have to know if this is what happened to our Savior, this is our blueprint too. This is our future. We must die with Christ in order to live with Christ. Now, that doesn't mean we die on a cross. It doesn't mean we, uh, we get persecuted in the Colosseum. Uh, thankfully, we live in a, in a country, most of us listening to this, I'm sure, in America, who have freedom of religion. Most of those who listen to this, even elsewhere, um, experience that same gift. But brothers and sisters, uh, we must die. We must die to, to those things that keep us from uh, living fully. That, that gospel. I mean, even the aspiration that, that the disciples were looking for, the power to sit at your right and your left, where's that coming from? What, what need have I of that? How does that assist in living the, the kingdom of God? Jesus says clearly, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a single grain, but if it dies, it yields a rich harvest. It is only in death, it is only in dying to our ego, in dying to our wants, in dying to those hopes and dreams which are connected with my ego and my self-centeredness and me being known more, me being loved more, me being praised more, me being the center of whatever is going on in whatever community I choose. All of that stuff, brothers and sisters, our Lenten journey is to look within us and say, where is that coming from? Why am I holding on to this? What am I moving toward? Because if it isn't moving toward death to myself so that Christ may live, as Paul says, I, I live no longer I, but Christ. What, what, what are we putting at the center? What, what is it we're moving toward? Jesus is clear, my friends. This is, this is tough words, but they're honest words. And it is the center of who we are. If anyone wishes to come after me, they must deny themselves and take up their, their cross daily and follow me. Whoever wishes to save their life will lose it. Whoever loses their life for my sake will save it. Uh, I've talked many times about the first death and the second death. I won't say that again here, but the Rohrism I want to use. I mentioned Richard Rohr earlier. I'm a big fan, Franciscan priest, uh, and I thank him for his great work. Um, 
But he talks about the first half of life and the second half of life. I think I've mentioned it before here. But the first half of life is kind of like the first half of the Gospels. We have to build um, that tower, is what Richard Rohr will call call it. We have to build our ego. We have to build all those successes. We have to d- define and decide who we are. And, and all that is is a building. It's, it's, it is moving upward. It is an upward uh, trajectory. It is... It is um, you know, success is what, what they uh, firmly kind of establish in our life and, and who we are. And, and I am, I, I am uh, this, that, the other thing, uh, all this outward stuff. Um, and that's first half of life stuff. But second half of life stuff is to say, that has nothing more to teach me. I have nothing more to learn from these successes. I have nothing more to learn from these outer uh, realities which which name me and and through which I name myself. I have nothing more to learn from that. And he says our second half of life, what we're called is to jump off that tower, is to die to all of those. Because that is what teaches us. And this is what Christ is calling us to, brothers and sisters, to a more mature spirituality. Not one of, of building up, not one of... of Success, we will win and win and win, to quote a former president. No, that's immature spirituality. Uh, If we are going to live uh, in Christ, we die with Christ. Um, Last thing I want to point out, I love that last line. Um, What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose and forfeit themselves? You know, again, because if, if in trying to gain this wealth and trying to gain this uh, prestige and trying to gain this name for myself, this reputation, this legacy, and trying to, to gain, you know, this foothold in this, this company or, or, or uh, in this community, whatever it is, in trying to gain that, if I do it to my own integrity and I lose myself along the way, what has gained? Nothing. Nothing. Brothers and sisters, we must walk with our integrity wherever we walk. And, and as people of uh, sons and daughters of Jesus Christ, or excuse me, of our God, brothers uh, and sisters of Jesus Christ, uh, we must remember that that is who we are first and foremost. And we are invited to so much more than the smaller things that, that often drive me anyway. And, and I suspect you too, but I know me. Um, and, uh, and, and it is a process of dying that I, that to lose our integrity along the way is to lose our very foundation. I, I would even argue that's what soul means. It, it loses our grounding. It loses our, our, our foothold. It loses, we lose who we are. My friends, what does it profit us to gain the whole world and yet lose and forfeit ourselves? want to end with a quote here. It's a, it's a marvelous quote. Uh, some of you may have heard this before. Jim Carrey, uh, who I'm a Jim Carrey fan, and not necessarily from his early you know, Ace Ventura or, or In Living Color stuff. Um, I think he was brilliant in some of his later acting. Uh, but anyway, he said this, I hope everybody could get rich and famous and will have everything they ever dreamed of so they will know that it's not the answer. I'm going to say that again. I hope everybody could get rich and famous and will have everything they ever dreamed of, so they will know that it's not the answer. 
Isn't that what Jesus is talking about here? You know, if we try to profit and gain the whole world, what Jim Carrey is telling us is he did. This guy was getting $20 million uh, per movie. And he's telling us, you know what? When you gain that fame and you gain that, that status and you gain all that money and everything, that, that isn't it either. So if that's not it, brothers and sisters, what is it? What is Lent inviting us to? I mean, I would argue that it is life in Christ. And that means we need to die to who we are, our agendas, in order that Christ may live in us. It is then that we gain the whole world because the world is Christ's. And we, what is that? I'm going to say it so poorly. Um, uh, the, the world is ours and we are Christ's and Christ is God's. That way all things are in him. <laughs> You're going to quote it and say, Zank, that really wasn't it at all. But you know where I'm going. If we're in Christ, we already have it. We already have it. Tough, tough gospel today, but a good one, a good one, and a good one to be reminded of in Lent. I'm sure it will not be the last time we talk about that because that'll be the theme for these next 40 days. Get ready for it, my friends. But let's pray. Let's bring our intentions that we can be people, women and men, who are willing to, to die in order that Christ may live. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I think we all need prayer for that. I know I do. The uh, fourth joyful mystery, uh, the presentation in the temple. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Oh, my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Blessings to you, my friends. We'll be back together as one tomorrow.